FYI, this podcast contains spoilers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a b- 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 bonus flashback episode of the podcast that goes snicked. I'm your host, Jason. I ain't no role model, Venable. And I'm joined by a very special guest, Ethan. I <laughs> fart rainbows, Venable. Fluffy big unicorn that farts out rainbows. <laughs> yep. And uh, we're going to talk about an uh, episode of Uncanny X-Men that features the Power Pack. So I thought it would be appropriate since the Power Pack are all kid heroes. I thought I would have my son come on and we could talk about it together. How does that sound? Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, so the issue in question is one. <coughs> it's not one. It's <laughs> <laughs> this is the first book ever created. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Of all time. Um, it's a golden tablet. Oh, <laughs> it's the Uncanny X-Men number 195. Oh, that's a big comic book number. Yeah, we're getting close to 200. And this is It Was a Dark and Stormy Night, written by Chris Claremont, with art by John Romita Jr. and Dan Green. Tom Orzakowski did the letters, and Gwyneth Oliver did the colors. Now, this is a really cool part. I thought it was, I thought it was really cool that it said it was a dark and stormy night on the road. Yes, it moves down the road like a little, I like guess, painted on the street. It's pretty cool. Or it... Could it kind of reminds me of the Star Wars thing whenever they're oh, yeah, talking the about scroll. that? Oh yeah, the scroll. Uh huh. Scrolls. Yeah, it does kind Except of look like that Except it would be too. on the street instead of space. Right. Yeah. Dig. All right. So our cover is by Bill Sinkevich, and of course, if you've heard me talk about him on the podcast before, or you follow me on Twitter, you probably know already how much I love Bill Sinkevich. Twit twit Twitter. Yep. On the cover, we have Wolverine gra- grabbing a kid. He's about to stab him. <laughs> what it looks like, or her, I mean. It is a her, and he's, he's doing a sneak. Yeah, and he's got a little cigarette, and he's got a lot of smoke, and he just looks I like. I didn't notice that he had a cigarette. He has a cigarette in one part, and it, he has a cigarette. In, on the cover. On the yeah. cover. Yeah. So, did you, did you think when you saw this that Wolverine was a bad guy that he was gonna hurt the kids? I didn't really know who the girl was. Okay, so you thought so, maybe she was a bad guy? Yeah, at first, but then uh, okay. when I realized they were the power pack, I'm like, he's just yeah, ransom. <laughs> yeah. So this is an old comic, but I like how the kids are wearing uh, space boot Uggs. And guess who my favorite person is? On the cover or in the comic? In the comic. Okay, who? The gas guy. The gas guy? Yeah, because he uh, was the one who created the stinky farts. <laughs> yes. And unicorns that fart out rainbows. <laughs> According to Ethan, um, what's his name? Not Alex, but uh, Jack. No, maybe it is Alex. I don't know who's who. Um, <laughs> um, no, yeah, Jack. So Jack is a, is the kid that can turn into gas. According to Ethan, he created farts. He's the inventor of, of farts. 
Yeah, and he oh. just sneaks up, come, comes up your butt, and then comes back out. That, that's how it makes. He makes a weird <laughs> noise when he tries to come out. That's disgusting. <laughs> Whenever uh, he squeezes out, that's what makes okay. the squeaky noise. Enough. Enough. But he's farting. Yeah. So I, I thought this cover was pretty cool. The only thing I didn't like is that he made Wolverine's middle claw longer than the other two. I mean, they're usually, like, even. Yeah, they're usually pretty even. But other than that, I like the cover quite a bit. What do you think of the cover? Um, it's good. Yeah. The smoke looks unrealistic. It's Un- very smoky for a tiny little cigarette. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like a centimeter long, and it's yeah. that smoky. Yeah, so anyway, we come I to like our... the thunder. That's a pretty cool thunder. Yeah, the lightning. Yeah. So we start off with the view from the street looking up. We see, like, underneath the street lamps. It looks really cool. We see lightning in the sky, like Ethan said. And um, then we get our cool title on the street, and it's raining, it's pouring. The power pack is snoring. <laughs> it's raining, it's pouring. The power pack is snoring. <laughs> they woke up in the middle of the night, and... They all got in their parents' bed because they are scared of the storm. Just like last night, I had to bring Max in our room because he was barking at the thunderstorm. Oh, yeah. He's usually scared of thunder. Like, yeah. ever since he went outside with the thunder, he would never go out in the thunder again. Right. Yeah, he doesn't like the thunder. Poor Maxie. I know, but he, he, he likes going outside in the rain, but then... Yeah. So then we get another cool page with a big ba-boom, and everybody wakes up in the bed, and they're all screaming and yelling. And I like how it's transparent, so you can still see the bed cover. Yeah, yeah, so the boom is colored purple, but it's translucent, so yeah, you can see, like, the sheets behind the And you can still see the slippers and the Yeah, and the bed frame and the carpet and all that jazz. It's, It's a pretty cool page. Except for the bath. That one's just not transparent. Oh, the ba, yeah, the ba of the baboom at top is just solid. Anyway, so we meet the power pack and their parents, but what happened? What's wrong? Their parents completely lose memory of them. Yeah, the parents have no idea who these kids are. They're like, what are you doing in our bed? <laughs> what are you doing? If I was a grown-up and I had kids laying in my bed. Four kids in your bed that you've never seen before. That would, I would, I would call the police. I yeah. would call a kid's shelter or something like that. Yeah, well, that's Which what that, they're going to do. That's what they did after they were rummaging through the kitchen and all the <laughs> yeah. rooms. Well, so the kids decide that they're going to prove it. They're going to prove that this is their house and they're their kids. So they go to get all their favorite dishes and their favorite cereals, but it's all gone. And they look in all their rooms and it's empty. Yeah, all the rooms are empty. Which, you, which is kind of weird, though, because why would these... And they didn't have any kids. Why'd they get such a big apartment with all these rooms? Um, they could be like... One's an office and one is a uh, music room. There you go. Or they, they, they could oh. be doing... They could have just moved in. Because they could have, yes. If they it's didn't, just weird that the rooms are empty. And the parents are like, oh, it makes sense to me. <laughs> makes sense that these are their rooms. So they decide to call the cops, but they look in the kitchen and then what do they see? They don't find your special dishes. Oh, no, but what do the parents see? The smoke. Yeah, so the kid Which turns into a gas cloud. Which is the fart. <laughs> the yummy fart. Why yeah. is it yummy? I don't, I don't get know it. why you would say that, <laughs> you weirdo. I'm a big weirdo. And you can actually see him a little bit right here. 
Unless that's a yeah, that, that's a cloud starting. So basically, uh, Jack turns everything into a cloud so they can run away. And they go down to see their superintendent. And that's the guy that takes care of the apartment building. But he says, oh, you kids, what are you doing here? And they're like, yeah, you know us. And he's like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you know us. And they say, we're the powers. And he says, yeah, I know the powers, but they ain't got no kids. So, <laughs> oh, it's like, it's like all of us. It's like, it's like a time machine. If you do something wrong in a time period, then everything goes wrong. That's right. Yeah, it's kind of like Back to the Future where they don't know, they don't recognize anybody because the, the time changed. Yeah. Because so whenever he goes home, all his parents, except for his brothers and sisters, they never really change. Right. Except for that he wore a tuxedo. Yeah. Wore a tuxedo. So Katie, whose power is to make energy balls, she blows a ball through the wall and they run away. And they're like, oh, it's raining. The kids shouldn't be out in the rain. So the police are looking for them. And the kids are hiding in the alley. Then they get cold and they decide to put on the suit. And they decide, they said that they were stupid because they never really thought about it in the first place. They said, we were so scared we forgot about our costumes. And so uh, Alex says, costumes on. And they all, their costumes kind of like magically come on. Yeah, because... This is a pretty cool animation. On the last one, his suit is not all the way on. Right. So it's just kind of like his boots are on, and then you see a white part, but then you see a bunch of little white pixels, like it's starting to come. Right. That's pretty cool. That's what yeah. I thought was cool. So we all have, they all have their different colored suits. Alex is white. Julie is pink or red. I'm not sure. Uh, Jack is blue, and Katie is yellow. Shouldn't she be rainbow? Rainbow. Well, that's her powers. That's what her powers look like. Rainbow farts. A rainbow farts. Um, she flies at the speed of light, but it's not that fast because they can still see her. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I can fly faster than you. All right. We're still right. So they decide. Um, they're talking about what's going on. Their different adventures. They talk about the Morlocks. And then Alex is like, oh, yeah, the Morlocks. When we fought them, they had a, a guy named the Beautiful Dreamer, and he changed people's memories. I bet he did this. So they go. You remember where the Morlocks live? In the sewer. Yeah, they live in the sewer. In a stinky, stinky sewer where all the alligators are and fishies and <laughs> yeah. dead fishies. And rats. Dead fishies. Dead fishies. Not alive fishies. No. Dead fishies. Dead People fishies. flush dead fishes down okay, the toilet. Okay, yes. When your goldfish <laughs> dies, you flush your goldfish down the toilet. So that's why there's a whole bunch of dead fishies in the <laughs> sewer. Apparently so. The sewer of New York is full of dead goldfish carcasses. <laughs> what if this this popped in my head? What if Max started eating dead goldfish? Oh, well, we went him. Where would he find them? No, but whenever he was stuck in the manhole. Oh, before we zoo. rescued him. Yeah, maybe he did eat a bunch of dead goldfish. That's why he was so skinny. Oh. Yeah. So well, what if they never really fed him? They oh, and someone didn't feed him. Poor dog. Because when we when we rescued him, he was very very undernourished. He was skinny. You can see all his ribs, and it was very sad. And you could. But and now it, he has a happy home with us, and we give him lots of food. Probably too much. <laughs> <laughs> because he used to be like this. 
Yep, no one can see you on a podcast, but good try. What? It's not video, dude. Well, it it came to, he came from a centimeter. From a centimeter, okay. To two feet. Yes. Well, anyway, back in our comic book, uh, the power pack climbed down into the sewer, and the warlocks are waiting for him, and they grab him. And what is Mask grabs Katie, what's he gonna do? He's gonna change her face and make her look ugly. Yes, well, very make her look different. No, very, very ugly. Well, she nobody's looks ugly. We're all, all God's children. Well, also, <laughs> in a different language, ugly means beautiful. <laughs> what language? I mean, no, special. Ugly means special well, in yeah. a different language. No. no, okay. Which, yes, ugly people are special. Well, it's because nobody's ugly. Ugly is special. Okay. When people say you're ugly, they're trying to say you're special. I don't know about that. When people <laughs> say they're ugly, usually they're being mean. No, they're trying to say that you're beautiful. Okay, well, that's a good way to hear it. I don't know if that's what they mean all the time. But anyway, Mass changes her face, but she stomps on his toe, and he goes, Ow! That was my favorite part. So the other, th- the three oldest kids get captured by the Morlocks. But Katie runs away, but she's really, really scared. And she almost gets run over by a subway car. Well, it's because her face is different and she has a different vision and she can't really see. Yeah, maybe. But she's, she's really scared and a police officer tries to help her, but she shoots him with an energy ball. And that's a pretty cool panel, huh? It's red. I yeah. mean, it would songs. make it would make sense since they would be bloody, but I don't. Understand. I don't think it's blood. I think it's just energy. Or it could be. It could be like the subway light. Yeah, yeah. I think like it's just when it's leaving, because it's when it's leaving, it kind of looks like the subway has. Oh made yeah. The... When there's red lights in the background, when there's swirly lights. So, anyway, she's super scared. So then we go to the next morning. And Kenny Pride's eating breakfast, but what's she doing? She's really sleepy, and... She's pouring milk outside her bowl. Yeah, she has a bowl of cereal, and she's pouring some milk, but she's pouring it all over the table. Which actually happens in a whole bunch of movies. She, yes. like, usually people... people tired and... Yeah, usually they, like, pour some milk or chocolate milk, and they miss yeah. the cup, and they have to clean it. Or syrup. That would have to... <laughs> that would be sticky. Yeah, it's like, or, mm, let me have some pancakes. Or like I showed yeah. Ethan the other day, um, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's that scene where Mary is pretending to be drunk and she pours the wine, but she misses the glass and pours it on the table. Yeah, it's like laughing so hard yeah. she missed it. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Anyway, Kenny sees the morning news and they show the power pack girl and say that she was found lost in the subway and she's probably a mutant. And Kenny's like, she's not a, she's too young to be an X-Men, but I recognize her costume, but her face is different. So she tells the other X-Men, and they go to rescue her out of the hospital. I like uh, Shadowcat's new, she has a new costume, and it's much better than the last one. It's a little slimmer. Does she? Because I never really saw yeah. Shadowcat. In the issue before, she has a really giant coat, and it's real baggy. It kind of looks like she's wearing a trash bag. Well, there's also the Joker that kind of wears a trash bag. Like whenever he's wearing it in that giant cloak thing. Oh, his trench coat. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yep. And it's weird how it's like all around here. Yeah. It's like a giant thing. 
So uh, Shadow Cat grabs Katie and faces her through the bed and the floor. Yeah, that would be creepy for me. Yeah, that would be probably pretty scary. Because um, then you're just going through like, what the? <laughs> right. So down below are the other X-Men. We have Rogue and Rachel. Rogue's also in a new costume. Uh, and guess who's smoking? Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine's Boo! down there smoking a cigarette in front Boo! of the kid and in a hospital. Bad oh! form, Wolverine. Bad yeah, form. Yeah, <laughs> When I just realized that, I got... Yeah. Oh. So Katie tells the X-Men how scared she is. And she says, she goes, Kenny, I don't like him. He's scary. Talking about Wolverine. So she, she thinks Wolverine's a scary dude. And <laughs> Rachel doesn't. She kind of helps, I guess. She says, yeah, he is scary. But he's a good guy to have on your team. Because the bad guys are scared of him, too. That's... <laughs> and, and so Rachel says, is it okay if I read your mind so I can figure out what happened? And so she links them all together mentally so they can see Katie's memories. So it's sort of like, yet again, Indiana Jones. Yeah, whenever the arc. They're, mm-hmm. Whenever they're opening up the arc and whenever all the servants are getting shocked, yes. the lightning just goes the, in a the circle. Lightning, the holy lightning of God comes out and zaps everybody. And it goes in a complete circle just like From that. From the Nazi soldiers, yeah. Yeah, visually it kind of looks like Until that. the last three, their faces melt. Except the last third one, it's not a melting face. His face explodes. <laughs> yes, which is not quite as good as the explosion from, uh, the face explosion from Big Trouble in Little China. Huh? Where he goes, Wee! Wait, what? That's my favorite explosion. <laughs> what? It's a different movie. You haven't seen it yet. You're what? a little too young for it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe later. So anyway, they get the X-Men get the story. And then I really like what Kenny does here. She they, she knows that Katie's really scared. So she offers her a jacket and she calls it an honorary X-Men jacket. So it makes Katie feel better when she puts the jacket on. And then Wolverine says that they realize the patient is missing because the hospital is looking for Katie, so they better vamoose. Vamoose, go. And then something weird happens. So Rogue is carrying Katie. Uh, Katie's going to phase them all through the floor down into the sewers to find the Morlocks. And Rogue's like, don't touch my face, okay? It'll mess, it'll hurt you. Because, you know, her pow- she steals powers. Oh, but yeah. why didn't Rachel just carry Katie and then no one would have to worry about touching Rogue? Stupid X-Men. <laughs> then instead of saying, hey, don't touch me, just someone else can carry her. So anyway, Wolverine tracks the Morlocks through the sewer and they, they, Kitty phases through a room. She finds, what does she find? Her room! Yeah, all the stuff from her room. Their beds, their toys. Their Even chest. their pictures and stuff. And yeah. their chest. Their toy box, their toy chest. They even have a, a fake window with curtains for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's not even a window. It's There's just no a piece. There's no window in the wall in the it's sewer. Blue. It's very strange. It's just, it's just blue. Well, that's just the, the color of the shadow. But um, then Annalene comes in, and the other power kids have had their faces changed. And she's like, these are my kids. And Wolverine's like, nope. <laughs> Katie gets scared and shoots energy balls. And the other kids are like, you tried to hurt our mama. And Katie's like, they're not your, she's not your mom. We already have a mom. And uh, so the power pack kids run away, and the Morlocks try to fight the X-Men. 
and Wolverine fights back, but he accidentally grabs Alex, and Alex uses his power and shoots Wolverine up into the ceiling and then drops him. Have a nice flight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he drops him into a pile of Morlocks. It's a rogue's fighting, and she bump- punches a hole in the wall, and then... It says Waymo. Yes, it says Waymo, like an old Batman TV show. <laughs> oh, the very old movie that I have? Yes. It does do that in big letters whenever they... Yeah, whenever they punch stuff. Power, boom, beam. Yeah. So then we meet Leech. And Leech tries to steal Rogue's... Or actually, so Leech's power is he turns off other people's powers. So no one around him can have powers. But Rogue's power is to steal powers. So when Leech grabs her, they kind of backfire. And so Leech gets knocked out, but Rogue loses all her powers. And at a bad time, the Morlocks are here to rough her up. But even though Rogue doesn't have her powers, she's still a really good fighter, so she fights all the Morlocks. Pretty cool fight, huh? But she's stronger than a normal person. That's well, what she, she does says. have her Kree, yeah. So she still has her Kree stuff that she got. So then uh, Wolverine's about ready to go berserk, but uh, Shadowcat says, No, no claws, Wolvie. The Morlocks are supposed to be our friends. Until we figure out what's going on, you can't slice them all up. And Wolverine's like, oh, man. <laughs> Does he like Snicking? Yes, he likes Snickton. Ding, ding. Yep. So the other Morlocks, uh, the kids told them that the X-Men were trying to steal them from their mom because they still think that Annalise and her mom. And uh, Wolverine's like, there's too many people in this tunnel. You get the kids. I'll take care of the Morlocks. And Kitty's like, but Logan. And he says, ain't no other way. And she goes, I know, but I still hate it. And uh, Wolverine says, that's why you're right for the job, boss. Oh, yeah, so we forgot to say the X-Men voted that Shadowcat would be the boss on this mission. Oh, yeah. She would be the leader. So when you ask, who's the boss? It's Shadowcat. So then we get a really cool panel of Wolverine in the shadows and the sewer, and we get a double snicked. Snicked, snicked. Yeah. It actually says snicked. Well, yeah, that's why it's called snicked. <laughs> snicked. And but then, why couldn't it say at the same time? Because it wouldn't make sense if it was uneven. Well, both hands would make the same noise. I mean, they, if I snap, that's two snaps. Even if I snap together, it's still two snaps and just is at the same time. Yeah, but why didn't you just do one if you're doing them at the same time? Because we don't know if it's doing it two different times or one time. Oh, we don't know. Maybe it wasn't exactly at the same time. Who knows? Anyway, Katie's still screaming because the... Uh, Anna Lee and Mask ran off with all the kids, and they're going to change Katie to match her brothers and sisters because the beautiful dreamer is going to take away her memories. But she doesn't want to, and she's scared. And then Shadowcat shows up. She basically tells Anna Lee, like, hey, you lost your kids. Do you want these people's parents to lose, know what that feels like? And Anna Lee feels guilty, right? She feels sad and bad at what she did, and she falls down in the sewer water. And what is Mask going to do? Is he going to give up? Nope. Nope. He says, I'm going to finish what I started. And then who shows up? Do you remember her name with the eye patch? It was supposed to be her boss, though. Callisto. That's right, Callisto. And she's the leader of the Morlocks. And she basically tells everybody, time out. And then she tells the beautiful dreamer and Mask and Annalie that they're going to fix everything, make the kids look the way they used to. Make them get their old memories back, fix the parents, and then take all their stuff back. <coughs> and from now on, no one touches these kids. They're off limits, just like the X-Men. 
And so Annalie gets really, really sad because she lost her own kids and then now she lost these kids that she tried to steal and she's super sad. Then what does the youngest kid do, Katie? Instead of being mean, what does she do? She wants her to still be her mom. Well, no, no, no. She doesn't want well, to be her mom. Well, still wants to be a, her She wants friend. them to be friends. And she says, maybe you can be kind of like our honorary grandma. And we can come visit you. And you can come over for Thanksgiving and stuff like that. And then the other kids kind of make fun of it. Uh, Jack's like, that's a dumb idea. But then uh, Julie's like, no, it's sweet. And Alex says it's sweet. And he's like, oh, you would. (laughs) But then that's our happy ending. But then what happens at the very end? Rachel gets a psychic alert from the mansion, but it's not from Professor X. Who's who's calling him? Magneto. That's right, it's Magneto. Calling the X-Men home. That's weird because he's their enemy. He's a bad guy. Except for in the cartoon, he comes back on their side. Well, yes, and in the comic books he does too, but he hasn't done it yet. <laughs> because this but. is a flashback. Yes. All right, so what did you think of the art? Um, It was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Also, the Reese's There's Pieces some... come true. Oh, yes, there is a commercial <laughs> for Reese's Pieces with some weird alien. <laughs> It's not E.T., because Reese's Pieces were in the E.T. movie, but it's just some weird alien with furry underwear and big... (laughs) He has a little mohawk and big ears. He says, Shadamedifus. Probably Spanish. His cousin is Zydapoof. I don't know what any of that means. But um, anyway, (laughs) it's a funny commercial. But yeah, I thought there were some really cool panels in here, some really good art. I thought the colors looked really good. We kind of made fun of the... The cloud boy and the girl with the rainbow butt. But still, it was pretty good. So did you like the power pack? Uh-huh, even though I have like a whole bunch of them in my comic book. You do. You should start reading them. I gave him a whole stack of old power packs for his collection. Do you have a favorite? I mean, I know you said, when, were you joking or serious when you said Jack was your favorite? I was serious. Okay, cool. Because he farts. Because he turns into farts. All right, gotcha. Um... <laughs> Stay out of his room. <gasps> How dare you? Yeah. Well, they well, can't really be in my room. Right. Well, did you like the idea of kid like a, a, a team of super-powered kids? Because uh-huh. they're probably pretty close to your age. So that's pretty cool, huh? And then they got to hang out and do a mission with the X-Men. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anything else you want to say on this one? No, except for my rating. Hey, okay, when are you going to grade Uncanny X-Men 195 out of six claws? Six. You're going to give it six out of six? All right, cool. Well, I'm going to give it a five out of six. Why? Uh, I didn't think it was perfect, but I thought it was really good. And I probably didn't like it quite as much as you, but I still liked it a lot. So I think, I mean, five. You didn't like the fluffy unicorn that for some rainbows. I don't know if anybody's going to understand that. But it's the fluffy unicorn that farts out rainbows. How do you not know the fluffy unicorn that farts out rainbows? Right. But I thought it was really cool. I thought the X-Men were really, like, nice to the kids, like, trying to make them feel good when they were scared. They gave them the jacket. And even at one point, uh, even Wolverine at one point is like, by the way, my friends call me Logan. 
Like he's trying to be nice and be a good friend to the kids. So I thought the X-Men were really cool with the kids. And, you know, the Morlocks were just kind of misunderstanding. Only a couple of them were trying to be bad. And even then, they were more sad than bad. So I thought it was a cool story. So, yeah, so Ethan gives it six out of six claws. And I give Uncanny X-Men 195 five out of six claws. And that is our bonus flashback episode. So I don't know what will be next. Uh, let's kind of stick this whenever I need need a little extra episode. But um, Ethan, thanks for coming on the show, man. Did you have fun? Awesome. And you can tell all your friends and they can listen to you that you're on a podcast. Even though we already made some already. Yes, our little little Gotham podcast. But we know. haven't brought I haven't posted them anywhere yet. I'm working on it. We'll maybe do that later. But um, anyway, for uh, the podcast that goes snicked. Oh, you know, by the way, I got a little beef with you. What? You said that my podcast should really be called the podcast that goes stink. <laughs> it was a joke! <laughs> and that hurt my feelings. It made me cry. It was a Whee! joke! It was a joke. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I wanted to share that. So if you want to like the podcast that goes stink, you can uh, leave an iTunes review. You can like the Facebook page. Twitter is at Snickcast. Show notes and stuff is snickcast.podbean.com. And I guess that's about it. So do you remember what we say at the end of the podcast, Ethan? No. So until next time, hugs and snicks. Bye. That was a weird noise. Hi! Bye bye! That <laughs> sounded like the uh, Phantom Menace song. That too. Alright, well, I think we should go because we're getting crazy. So, see you guys next time. Snicked you later. <laughs>